0: God, we thank you that you love us despite our imperfections and God, I thank you that you are with us this morning. God, we love you. God, we thank you that you loved us first, that you moved towards us first and that everything else is possible because of that. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Say a quick day to somebody around you and then you can take a seat. you can continue those conversations over a cup of tea or coffee afterwards so take a right as you leave the worship center and um, yeah meet with your church family in the other room Uh, thanks Kiralee for being the brains behind this microphone it is not my first rodeo but literally I forgot to press the button sorry Um, Welcome if you are online. We'd love that you're joining with us. If you're in a home hub, welcome to you too. Um, Everybody while I'm talking to you can be filling out a connect card Um, online. They'll be popping up for you in the chat. Everyone here can be taking out their devices and um, checking into the online service as well. Um, So yeah, we want you to do that. So if you're at home or watching online, Um, You can be checking into the online service. We'd love it if you would do that. If you're in a home hub, check into that one. There are so many different services that you can check into, so make sure you check into the one that you're in. Um, Everyone will have QR-coded as they came into the building, I'm sure. If you didn't, please do it on the way out just so that uh, we're being compliant as much as we can. Uh, And yeah, be filling out those cards as they pop up couple of things to mention. So everything that you need to know about church life is in the um, newsletter. So make sure you read through that when you get it. If you get it online, good for you. If not, um, you can grab a paper copy um, here. Um, But a couple of things to highlight. So um, uh, reverse Advent calendar boxes are up round the Christmas tree out there. There is quite a few um, that have appeared today. Uh, Next week is our last week for um, being able to bring them along. So you can bring them along during the week if that works for you or you can bring them along next Sunday. So um, potentially next Sunday we'll have uh, some representative boxes on the stage here and we'll pray for those. Um, We can sort of do what we like next week can't we because the boss is maybe not here so, um, so I think we'll do that um, and pray for those so that um, as they go out into the community that they will be a blessing to people not too late to get your box if you haven't already made a box or if you've made a box and you think that was fun I'd like to do that again you can do that too so grab a box today as you leave or drop in during the week and um, you need to put in roughly 20 items into that box and those boxes during the week after will be um, delivered out into the community Lots are going out to Warwick to bless our little um, at-risk community out there so um, make sure that you are a part of that. Don't miss out. Um, Carol's on the lawn. So in two weeks time if you come at 10 o'clock that will be great because you'll be able to help us set up. So um, Carol's on the lawn is at 11 a.m. the morning one so we would love all of our people to be at that one and enjoying it Uh, serving, we'll need some of you, Um, but so that you are free to come in the evening and just serve um, and minister to our community because we think the evening one's probably gonna be the more popular one for our community because it's you know potentially gonna get dark and it'll be all carols by candlelighty and stuff. Um, so we'd love it if you could do that. Over the next two weeks we will be putting out requests for people to help us um, in different ways uh, as we um, yeah, put those positions in place. So we actually have some invites at the info desk as well. Um, they're easy to spot because they look like a piece of lawn um, because it's carols on the lawn um, so you can be giving those invites away to people at school, or people at your work, or people in your neighbourhood that you would like to invite along to that. So make sure you grab some of those today. If they run out, you can come back during the week and grab some. Um, but just make sure that you're inviting people, um, the people that you know, the people who are in your world, to come along to that carol's on the lawn. I think the community is really ready um, to gather this year, and there's, um, yeah, it's just going to be a great opportunity to do that. All right. Everything else is in your newsletter, so make sure you read it. We agonize over this thing, putting it together, so yeah, don't let that go to waste. Read it. Okay. Um, This scripture is from Isaiah 9, verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of His government and of peace there will be no end. That's a real um, Christmassy scripture. Something we like to read at Christmas time. That just reminds us about what happened when Jesus came, and that our lives are changed forever because He came. And that's 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 the wonderful gift that we have been given. And it's the reality that's in our life that changes everything. And it just feels to me like this um, Advent season, this is the second Sunday of Advent if you follow the church calendar. We're in this season of Advent and it's like a license to talk about your faith. It's like a free ride for us as Christians because people around us expect us to talk about our faith at Christmas time. They expect us to talk about Jesus, and um, and so go for it. They they want you to do it. Um, so talk about it and just talk about what's happening at church. Talk about the reverse Advent stuff that we're doing to bless our community because this is where our faith kind of the rubber hits the road where where we're actually being of practical help to people and blessing people so talk about that invite your friends to do a reverse advent calendar box as well like once they hear about how fantastic it is like it's not just for us anyone can do a reverse advent and and they can give it to somebody That's in their life. It doesn't all have to be about South Baptist Church. Um, But anyway, I was just thinking, yeah, that that is your free ride uh, for all of December leading up to Christmas, to talk about your faith, to talk about the things that are happening here um, and to be inviting people to come along. Um, So as we do that all the way through December, then on Christmas Day, people will be ready to come along and see what it is that we've been talking about. Let's stand and we're gonna pray uh, before we continue in worship. God, we thank you for Christmas. God, we thank you for this season where we get to celebrate the fact that you came. God, we thank you that you did. We thank you that you loved us that much, that that you came, that you were born on earth, fully God and fully man. In ways that we can't understand God we thank you for the way that you love us God we thank you that that Jesus was the perfection that was promised God thank you that we have perfection because we have Jesus God help us to share that perfection that we have With a world that doesn't even expect perfection anymore God we thank you for the for the way that you are completely everything that we need that you are completely perfect that you are completely lovely that you are completely sacrificial in the way that you love us for the way that you are perfect in our life God, we, we just love you so much. We we are so grateful to you for everything that you've done for us. And God, I pray that, that, um, that out of that gratitude, God, that we will feel to share that perfection with everyone that we come across, for everyone that's precious to us, God, that we will not be silent, that we will speak about our faith, that we will share it freely with those around us. And God, as we're in this Advent season, God, I, I pray that that we see you with fresh eyes, that we will see uh, your redemptive work, your grace in our life with fresh eyes again. God, thank you for everything that you mean to us, for everything that you've ever done for us and everything that you are in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
1: Father, we thank you that you are the one that doesn't leave anyone behind we thank you that you left the 99 to find the one which seems so silly in one sense but when we recognise that we are the one that you chased down we are so grateful and so thankful and may we give back to you and back to others the love that you've given us and may we express that in word and deed as we live our life as we give you all the praise and surrender to you once again amen and amen thank you please take a seat we're uh, starting a new series called the uh, Stories from the Philippines it's a one-week series so we get to start it and finish it. So uh, that's that's really good. For those that haven't been around uh, this church for a while, let me just put a bit of context into um, our ministry in the Philippines. We've got a partnership with four churches over in the Philippines based around the Compassion programs. And uh, we've been visiting them every year for the past, I want to say 14 years, something like that, except for the last two COVID years. And so we've got we, and I say, everybody has got a lot of uh, investment in the Philippines, a lot of friends in the Philippines, and we're just going to give you a little bit of an update um, as to what's been happening in that space. Um, there's about 120 children in that area who have been sponsored or continue to be sponsored from this church or friends of this church, and uh, so the, you know it's it's an it's a, has an amazing impact of what you and we are doing. So, Pete's going to come and share a little bit about what's been happening with COVID over there, and then Sue's going to share, and then I'll uh, wrap it up in a little while. Thanks, Pete.
2: Thanks, Pastor Rob. Morning, everybody. Can you all hear me? Do you all know who I am? Can you all see me? Because we've already established the fact that I'm shrinking this morning, and (laughs) is that right, Rob? Brad? Okay, COVID. I got to speak on COVID. Wow. Isn't everybody happy about that? (laughs) We've had COVID up to here. (laughs) Anyway, COVID for the uh, Filipinos is a little bit different to uh, COVID over here. I do have notes in case I forget. I don't usually bring notes, but I've brought notes. Okay. As Pastor Rob said, we haven't been able to go to... The philippines for the last couple of years due to covid and i suppose i should start the uh, service with the worst part of the news and that is that pastor nathan died in june from the bethel church and uh, we didn't really know pastor nathan all that well on account of the fact that he'd been ministering in hawaii for the first Twelve years of our going there when we only met him about three or four years ago, and uh, sadly he passed away. Uh, he was, as I said, he was uh, the head of the church at the at the Bethel Church, uh, which is now being run by uh, Pastor Alex and Emmy, uh, who've also have both had COVID over there, but survived. Uh, he was the father-in-law of Lillian who is the compassion project director of 191 and she has been here to our church as i said pastor alex also tested positive and emmy uh, and also emmy's husband and pastor melba who's been here her husband julian we thought he wasn't going to survive he was in icu for a long time but fortunately He recovered and he's back at home. Uh, Unlike here, they don't get the same sort of assistance as what we get when they catch COVID. And a lot of them don't go and get tested on account of the fact that if they test positive, they can't go back to work and no work means no money over there. They don't get looked after like we do. Mm -hmm. And even even Jason, who came back with us last time, he's never admitted to it, but he has confided to Sue and I in the fact that he's been very ill on occasion, but he wouldn't go and get tested. And we're sure that he had COVID and he was bedridden for a few days. But once they recover, they're back at work because they can't afford to not work Uh, and it's quite a struggle for some of them as they are unable to feed their families if they don't work and as I said with with Jason he he works at the hotel where we stay which is now closed because of COVID so they've got no guests there and we can't go there we didn't go last year we didn't go this year who knows what's going to happen next year Uh, but uh, you know Past uh jason he's not a pastor sorry jason who works at the hotel who came back with us last year he's definitely i'm certain he's had uh covid uh now with regards to the children over there uh the, the teachers print out their lessons for them the children come to the school pick up their lessons do their lessons and then uh take them back to get them marked uh, again it 's not ideal, and people uh, who have gone to university, some of them have access to a computer, and you know they survive a little bit better than others who don 't and Imagine trying to do your lessons uh, online without a computer so they 're really struggling over there, and uh, their churches, like us, have been operating online services, and they 're doing the best they can to get the gospel message out to their respective congregations. But, of course, not going to church means there's no money coming into the churches and they're suffering in that way as well. And our church, along with others in the area, have, uh, have been helping them out financially. But I just thought I'd wanted to bring you up to date with what's happening COVID-wise over there. And uh, I think I've told you just about all the news So, if Sue wants to come up and share something, and I'm sure she does, I'll pass you over to Sue. Do you want to stand up there?
3: No? I should have stood up. I'll stand down here. I don't have to worry about uh, shrinking. I've always been short, so nobody knows any difference with me. Well, it seems ages since I've been up here talking about the Philippines. My favourite subject is Loag. and it's been two long, horrible years since we've been there. And we miss them, and they, they all miss us, and they've all said to say hello and send their love and everything, so... Um, Now, typhoons in the Philippines are quite a common occurrence, and this year they had one. Fortunately, Lawag was spared. Have we got... We're up and running. So, this is Ilocos Sur. Now, this happened on October the 13th, and uh, we were made aware of it on the 14th of October, and then I immediately had discussions with Brad and we talked about sending some money over. So we sent some money over to help them out. And this is Pastor Marilyn, who is the pastor of um, AOG Church 174 in the projects. This is her family community. So she came from this place, Ilocos Sur. It's about an hour and a half away from Loag. So just to give you those who have been there some sort of idea, and their whole community was wiped out pretty much by this typhoon. They sent me a whole heap of other photos as well, um, some of which I chose not to put up because, you know, nobody wants to see dead bullocks bloated laying in the street and chickens floating up the road. So I didn't include those, but you can see the mud there how thick the mud is and, you know, it's... I mean, I know we just had floods and stuff here and bad, but that's really... And they don't have, again, as Peter said, the facilities or the um, help that we would have here if we had a devastating flood or something. So the community rallied and we sent some money across, which they were extremely grateful for. And they... um, they took some uh food parcels and water because of course they had no water so they had to get water in look at that house i'd hate if my house was like that but and they've all they've all got you know they all get around each other over there the community spirit over there is so great they just all band together and help each other and it's 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 wonderful to see. I mean, that none of them over there have really got anything compared to what we have, but what little they have, you know, they get together and they help each other out. It's re- it really is great. So they they took all the stuff up there to Ilokosu, and which was really tough for Marilyn because, as I said, it was her hometown. So it was pretty bad for her to see stuff the way it was. Anyway, they've, um, they're starting to rebuild their homes and their livelihood and it'll take a while. There they are distributing all the bits and pieces, clothes, water, food, as I said, all went um, to cost Have we ever been? We've not been there, have we, Rob? No. I didn't think we had. But as I said, it's it's about an hour and a half from Loag, so... Lawarg was very, very lucky to have escaped, or blessed, I should say, not lucky, blessed to have escaped any typhoon like that this year. All right. I think the next slot of slides that come on. Okay, this is... Now, many of you will know about Jasmine and Sunshine, the two young ladies that we sponsor and support at the ch- from the church here and they have a little outreach church in Vintar and we have been there many times to visit them and the house it's a little small humble little house and it's a beautiful rural area in the Philippines and it's about an hour's drive I think from Loag. And they live there in this little place. And we've been supporting them, I think, now for probably nearly three years. And I spoke to Jasmine and asked her what had been happening during COVID. And uh, she said, you know, much like everywhere, they couldn't have their services. Um, They, you know, they had to go door to door to visit people and pray for them. And uh, the children, they would have come... If they could, to the church and they would still uh, minister to the children. And um, they had a few prayer needs that she mentioned to me. And she said, and it's, you know, in the scheme of things for us, but they they asked or they've been praying for a speaker for their church. As end of speaker, not a speaker, person, speaker, a uh, sound speaker. And they, um, They'd been praying for it, and anyway, they managed to get this speaker just recently, so they were really excited about that, and now they're setting up and organising a music team for the church, um, which is really exciting for them. So, the young people in the congregation during COVID have been really busy. As you can see behind me, they have been cementing the front of the church, which... um, I think it was just dirt on the outside beforehand. And they've cleaned the inside and the outside of the church. They've been planting flowers. Um, They've painted the inside and outside of the church. And according to Jasmine, to use her words, all without being paid and not grumbling. Let me see. Can we imagine now young people, our young people, hey? You could imagine our young people. Okay, all right. Well, I reckon I can imagine their young people doing it, and they have. Um, she said their children's ministry is flourishing, and oh, that's still, yeah, the, the painting. Um, the children's ministry is flourishing, she said, and she said they all make a joyful noise to the Lord every Sunday morning, the kids. So that's nice. They set up a group chat meeting through this COVID time because, like, obviously because they couldn't get together and meet, so they set it up, a you know, on Messenger so that they could at least say hi to each other, which was really good. Um, and hopefully, we hope next year, we hope that we may get back there to see them. The plan two, three years ago, was it? they were to come back here with us, Jasmine and Sunshine, and we would sponsor them to come back here for a few weeks. But, of course, COVID hit and then that was the end of that. They couldn't come. Actually, if they had come back with us when they were supposed to come, they, they were coming back with us or they were coming out in March, they would have actually got stuck here, which might not have been a bad thing. We could have kept them. They would have been ours then. Neither of them are married, so it would have been okay so that's the outside of the church now. Oh, that looks nice. look it's actually very the church inside, considering they don't have a great deal, they make it look so nice. Those tiles that they've got on the floor, apart from them, I think they'd be extremely slippery in the wet, <laughs> but they they look so good, don't they they you know, when you're there, they just look really, really good. So that's the information on the girls, what's been happening with them. Um, and they're still, as I said, the church is going well. And, you know, they have considering the surrounds that they live in. Up to three years ago, they didn't have any running water at the house. They were walking down daily, which is a fair hike, because Rob and I did it last time we were there, down to this, um what was it? a river wasn't it yeah and they'd have to fill their buckets and walk back up the hill I mean fortunately they're you know only in their 20s but you know I walked I walked down the hill empty handed and back empty handed and just about expired on the way back it was that that hot so fortunately they now have water so they have a pump that that, that's pumped up from that river to the house and so they can now pump their water instead of walking which is a whole lot better so, that's the girls. Uh, now, the churches in the Philippines, so as Rob said before, we um, have four churches that we support, and they coincide with the Compassion um, Projects and Children. Um, so, this year, in August, we sent them a monetary gift of $4,000, which is $1,000 per per church, which roughly equates to about 35,000 pesos for them and we do this every year we usually we would send it over before we would go but this year and last year because we didn't go um we've sent the money over and I asked them to just give me a little idea of what they spent the money on and usually it's for the churches that they need repairs or or something So I've just got a, I don't have a photo of every one, but I think there are a couple, I don't know if John's got that. Um, So 174, which is, 174 is the project, Assembly of God is the name of the church, Um, and they're in St Nicholas, and their need, they said, was greatest was, for community support of food parcels so they didn't actually do anything to their church this year because um, apparently all the areas of where they are in san nicholas san nicholas uh everywhere was COVID was everywhere so they decided that food was the best thing for them um, Ph 178, which is the Christian community church out at Surratt, which is Pastor Melba's church, and Annie, and most of us here wouldn't remember and know Annie, I know some won't. Um, they built a shaded area over the outside waiting area of their church. So out the front of their church was, <clears throat> excuse me, was a paved area, and the people would wait, because they had two or three different services. And so while people were outside waiting, they'd be in the heat or the rain or whatever. So they've built this, a shelter over the waiting area. And they also distributed food parcels out to um, the families. And PH191, which is Bethel Church, and that is in central Lowarg, they, and it's Pastor Emmy and Lillianne's church, who was out here, uh, they repaired some of their office desks. Yep, there you see, Lillian Tuzon. Um, and they also put a roof over the cooking area that they prepare the meals for the Compassion children. So normally when the projects would run as normal, the kids would come every Saturday to the projects. They would do their lessons and then afterwards they would have a meal which was cooked by the Compassion staff. Um... And their kitchen was very hot it was extremely hot if you stood in there because a couple of the times that we were there we had to help um, with the cooking of the meal and it was it was yeah not pleasant to be standing in this heat so that is really good so now they've got a, a roof over the top of that um, and PH197, which is a full gospel church again in Lawarg, which is Pastor Florey's church, uh, they repaired tiles. I haven't got a photo of that one. Uh, tiles on the roof deck of their learning centre and distributed food parcels as well to the kids. So the money went, you know, they spent the money really well and they always do. And they always, always send me a whole heap of receipts to show me what they've done. Glenn? Looking forward to getting that? Yeah. <laughs> so, that is um, pretty much all I've got to say, except the very last thing I have to say is about Corazon. So, a lot of you people remember Corazon. Um, they did come here, it was a few years ago, but those who have been to the Philippines know Corazon. She She's the director of 197 and has been, and had a stroke um, last May. It was quite a severe stroke she suffered, and it's left her really um, severely handicapped, unfortunately. And we've been following her progress over the last 18 months. And um, if you've got, there's a photo of Corazon. Now, as you would rem- that's not Corazon that I know. Um, Face makes me sad <laughs> darn it because um, she's a wonderful person lovely woman and loves the Lord and is but still believing still for healing so please pray for her um Yeah, we love her. So, yes. Anyway, I'll hand over to Rob now. Who won't cry? I won't
1: cry. I'll try not to. There was a photo came through of Corazon yesterday of her outside in a wheelchair. So she still can't talk, um, but uh, can actually sit up now. She had been bedridden for nearly 12 months. So it's been totally different medical care after a stroke over there. Um, I just want to talk to you about what the projects have been doing. So the Compassion Children every Saturday used to come uh, to the to the churches and would do extra classes and would receive um, a hot meal and some support and some, some life training. Uh, that obviously didn't happen. They would get, like school, it'd be a bit remote, they would come and get some sheets and I think there'll be some pictures up there there's about three or four just go through them john Um, uh, they they would come get some get some um, some sheets they learned how to to make pottery pots um, uh, at home or they would learn how to cook at home they'd be given all the uh, ingredients for those for those meals and so uh, there was they did their best to do that they also uh, as sue mentioned a lot of the times, the church would give hampers to the uh, to the compassion families to eat because most of the most of the people would have um, no work and they don't have savings. So the the week after they have no work, they have no food, and so it uh, it, it went through that way. This is um one of the outreaches that uh, from the different um, different. Uh, churches i'm just going to rush through it a little bit because I, we're running out of time so it's, and that's what they would get to, to take home um uh we got the video we want to cue the video up um hopefully this will work this is one of the compassion children and just encouraging the other compassion children in a in a, um, in, in a particular activity that uh, they were encouraging uh, everyone to do. So if we can show that video that'd be great.
0: When the ECQ is lifted in a province, we could not go to church for our Saturday activities. Our parents can even go to work. But we are very thankful that we're working that the on project it. Made to Facebook do amazing things for us, assistance. but they
1: don't help us with also, videos.
0: We are encouraged to do the this is to pronounce Don't worry numbers, about it, John. Thank you for your effort. If it's not going to work, we won't. Mentioning the name of our sponsors
1: at 6... No, it's not going to work. So Facebook, a lovely, a great thing, but getting videos off Facebook and showing you is very complex. So John tried really hard, so thank you. She was basically saying to all the compassion people, and I've forgotten the verse, but there was a verse um, that they were quoting, and they, and it was... 625 or something and she was saying in the morning and in the night I want you to say the name of your sponsor and honour them and pray for them twice a day and and that, that just to me you know they're going through all sorts of stuff over there and the focus is thank God for your sponsor back here in Australia or in America or wherever their sponsor is. And I suppose it shows their heart. You know, we, we got involved in, in this project when I was the, the senior pastor and we went on a family holiday to Thailand and to the Philippines to visit Heather and my sponsor child and our two daughters, Rochelle and Brooks, sponsor children in Loarg. We came back from that trip, changed and said, we've got to do something and we started a partnership some fourteen years ago, and made some amazing friends and uh, and has, has impacted us just as much as has impacted them and, and so you know we, we sang the song before about God leaving the ninety nine to find the one and uh, i got I got a meme sent to me this morning by a pastor who uh is ministering who i I help and encourage and he said he said this god leaving the 99 doesn't make sense until you recognize that you are the one that he's searching for and 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 i thought wow that's you know i've been pastoring for a while and i'd never sort of read it that way before you know it's always the one out there but 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 that's what god does he he he, he sort of looks after every individual as though they're the one. And I've gone through life and I've seen lots of different needs and lots of different things that, that I could get involved in. As I said, we went to Thailand and visited our sponsor children, our sponsor child, and I saw his pantry, which was a concrete tub in the ground full of frogs. I've never seen that in the Philippines. He was more destitute, had a harder life, Tangmo. And we left there, sort of, but we got to the Philippines and we met Rochelle and Brooke's sponsor children and the directors, same experience, and yet something happened in our heart in the Philippines that didn't happen in Thailand. And God just placed on our heart that, that this is where we need to focus. You know, we can see all sorts of needs. God, God places all sorts of needs on our, on, on our heart. But sometimes it just goes, and that's where, that's where your, your energy goes. That's where you need to minister. And if we can walk through life looking with God's eyes to the one that he wants us to reach out to then I reckon that's a pretty good pretty good way to live life and be sensitive to the one that he wants us to touch, to the one that he wants us to love, to the one he wants us to encourage. And that one will change at different times. But that's the call, isn't it? To look for the one that God wants us to minister to. So if we can go this week with eyes for the one that God's calling us to, then, then I think that's that's what the gospel, that's us living out the gospel. So can I encourage you this week? You know, who's the one you're going to give the invite to, to go to carols? Who might just start a conversation with somebody else? Who might just hear some words in a song? Who might just hear something that happens in that carol service that? turns their face slightly more towards God that takes another half a step towards God so that down the road when they're stuck in a hard place they recognise that it's God that's going to rescue them through this church or somebody else. Who's the one that you're going to do that invitation to? Who's the one you're going to encourage, you're going to bless, you're going to support this week that just needs that extra encouragement? Let's do that. Let's commit ourselves to do that. Do you want me to pray? Let me pray. And uh, we'll go from there. Father, we thank you that you love us individually. That you love us so much that you chased us down. Father, may we have the eyes that you have. May we see those before us who you are calling us to minister to. Father, may you help us to surrender ourselves to you afresh and to serve you so willingly and so openly. Give us a heart for those around us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.